0: Thank you for listening to the Lay Fun Guys podcast, where we discuss the NHL with a major focus on the Montreal Canadiens. Let's go. I'm Samir, and that's my co-host, Mark. In today's podcast, we're going to discuss some of the first-round NHL matchups, starting with the Habs and Leafs. But before we continue, I just want to remind all of you that we're available on video via YouTube and on audio only through your favorite podcasts, including Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and many more. We'd love to hear from you. So please remember to like, subscribe, follow us, send us your comments and feedback so we can make this podcast even better. So Mark, Habs won, this Habs lost, sorry. The game game three yesterday night, two to one, very tight game. In my opinion, it was their best game so far. What are your thoughts?
1: I certainly wish they won, but if they play like in the third period, I think they would have had a chance to winning. The real question to me is can the Habs carry forward the way they played in the third period to game four? A lot of positives about that period. Uh, I saw Preachie, Jeff Petrie moving up in the zone, uh, they just they just played with overall pace there was a sense of urgency there was a sense of desperation and you could see it uh, the whole team uh Ducharme was playing the young kids Kokenyemi uh but he was particularly playing Cole Caulfield and Suzuki every time they were on the ice they looked dangerous and you could just see it that they wanted it it was really entertaining hockey because the first two periods they certainly got dominated on so that i mean that's going to be a key but uh overall jack campbell uh had a good game he stood up to the uh, test in the third period and uh, as price said we're gonna have to make it more difficult for him uh drive the net that's really going to be a big focus we saw him make some big saves in the third but half the time there was no one there or suzuki trying to be creative so they're gonna have to really focus on that um the face-off walls have been a problem. We saw with Danel, uh losing another key face-off uh, that led direct- directly to a Nylander goal. So you're going to have to shore that up. Man, really fix the power play. I think that was just totally terrible. Zero shots in six minutes. Um, it's, it's maybe time to get Weber off the first power play and put uh, the kid Cole Caulfield on it. Ducharme has some big decisions. I think... Uh, his coaching, NHL coaching career could hinge on this game. Is he going to play the youngins more? Because they're going to need Suzuki, Cook and, Yemi, and Caulfield. Play the young guys. Enough with the veterans. They haven't got the job done.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Mark. Um, veterans are definitely someone, some folks that I would be questioning really hard. I mean, I've saying this all season. There's something wrong in that room and in that leadership group. They're not able to dig deep. They're not able to convince each other to play for each other. They're not able to convince themselves that they need to fight every battle. Um, and it's and it's surprising because you did see moments throughout the season and throughout this playoffs that the Montreal Canadiens have what it takes. They're just not able to put it together consistently for 60 minutes over multiple games. That being said, I thought Game Three was their best game. The stats were pretty close, actually. They both teams had 29 shots on goals. They split the face-off circle 50-50. Again, uh, power play has been a challenge for the Montreal Canadiens. You mentioned it. Um, it's been a challenge all year. I mean, it's not working. Uh, I don't know what, why they keep sticking with what's working. I mean, it's the definition of crazy, if you ask me. Uh, they spend a lot of time, like, passing the puck back. It's so it's so obvious that it's that's their move and they've spent a lot of what
1: it's predi- it's totally predictable. They, there's no creativity. Yeah. Every saw that in the third period. And that's, that's why it's so important. Can they not be predictable? Like play desperate, find open man, you know, and just, and you'll find chances.
0: They spend so much time uh, trying to get into the zone and they lose like 10, 15 seconds and then they can't sustain any offensive pressure Um, And I think that's been the challenge all series, right? They're not able to sustain a significant amount of time in the offensive zone on Jack Campbell. And you look at their offensive woes, they just get one shot on net, Jack Campbell either saves it or the Maple Leafs defensemen are able to get it out of the zone pretty quickly. There's no second chances. There's no net front presence. Um, It's kind of difficult to win hockey games in the NHL without second or third chances especially with the Habs team that are lacking significantly offensive skill forwards. We don't have a Matthews. We don't have a Mitch Marner. Um, our best players in nets and Carey Price, again, has to stand on his head. He did that in game one. He made an incredible save in game three. Um, I think he was playing Vesna level in those two games. Uh, game two, obviously not where we got shelled five one. Uh, so he's got a stand on his head today. It's probably the first time he's playing a back to back. In a long time, they didn't really announce the lineups. We know that most of the stuff is game time decisions. I'm still shocked, Mark, that Romanov hasn't entered the lineup yeah, um, yeah. over Merrill. And, and it's obvious that the kids should have been there from the beginning. KK and Caulfield are the bright spots of this team. If you look overall, like how are you supposed to win hockey games when your point leader is Tyler Toffoli with two assists and then followed up with Joel Armia also to assist? You're not scoring. There's no run support. Um, if this continues, and, and it looks like it will, I mean, I think my prediction of five games is pretty accurate. I don't think the Haves really have a chance. I think if anything, today is their biggest chance. It's a must win. They got to come out with the win tonight to have any chance in the series because Mark, if they're down 3-1, I don't think the team has the mental uh, strength to to come, to come back from a 3-1 loss and yeah. win a series.
1: Already for the Habs to win seven, they need to win three out of the next four games against the Leafs. It's the team that lost seven times to the Leafs over a 10-game span. So already, the, I mean, they're behind the eight ball in the series, right? But uh, for that, they definitely do need a win tonight. So if we can have a game six with the home crowd, we'll have 2,500 fans. They just, they just need to get a win tonight. But, I mean, I don't want to see a first line of – Lekkonen, Dano, and Anderson. Like, Anderson is a beast. He already said he's going to come out. They're going to come out hard tonight. I believe him. But Dano's done nothing the whole series. He's known for his defensive game. That's fine. Cruz is nothing offensively. I get that. But then he's not even winning key faceoffs. Matthews owned his ass in the faceoff circle. And that's a problem. And Lekkonen, I don't even know what he was doing there. Uh, No, he got hurt. We know that uh he's a bottom pairing guy he shouldn't be playing with Anderson's I question Ducharme's decisions I hope that what he did in the third period he's feeling desperation also and he puts Anderson empower him put him with KK put him with uh Suzuki and Cole Caulfield these but
0: well it looks like the lineups tonight Mark Tyler Toffoli with KK and Gallagher I mean, you're right. Deneau is not getting the job done. I don't know what he expects in the offseason in terms of a contract either. Um, you don't know if Eric Stahl is going to slot in. Uh, Leckin, uh, our, yeah, Leckoning was injured yesterday. I don't know if Evans is returning. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, look, you look at you look at what Deschamps doing. I mean, he's giving uh, Corey Perry 100% of his, off, of his starts are, are on the offensive zone. Cole Caulfield yeah. was 79% last game. Thomas Tatar also getting offensive... Time in the offensive zone. They just can't sustain any pressure. And that's really the challenge. They did a little bit of that yesterday in the third period, like you mentioned. But um, it's not gonna win. But despite that, there are some unsung heroes, in my opinion. Uh, Joel Edmondson's having a fantastic series. I really like the play of Brett Kulak. I think those two guys are really doing a great job. I think Jeff Petrie's struggling a little bit. I think he's thinking a little bit too much uh on trying to make plays, and he's not just playing himself. And then, like you talked about it, Shea Weber, ineffective with the shot. If he can't be effective with his, with his shot from the point, um, and, and it probably has to do with his hand, it's going to be a, lo- a, a very tough series for him. I mean, he is slowed down. He's aged. He's, there's a lot of miles on him. We all know that. So he's got to to provide some offensive thrust, and he's not able to do that. And you look at guys like Ben Charo uh, playing on the first line, playing those big minutes. He's a minus four all series He's struggling significantly.
1: Yeah, I don't see how Romanov can be replacing someone like Merrill. And Ducharme made this analogy: how um, it's better when you have Merrill in the lineup. You know what you're gonna get. It's like when you get a card, you want to play that card. But it's not a good. It's not a high card at all. Like you'd rather take the three than a than between a one and an eight. So it's, it's, you gotta take your chances with the young kids. It shows me their, their mentality is, is ultra conservative. It did work game one, give them credit for that. But I thought that you have to adapt and change. You have to pivot quickly. And so uh, Ducharme has to make those changes. Um, I, I do wanna credit also Thomas Tatar. I did say he should get healthy scratched. Um, he was supposed to until Stahl got hurt and he did step up uh, game three. So I I wanna call him out. Uh, He didn't score though, and that's his job. He is supposed to score. He had a prime chance in the third period, but I think if he plays with that intensity tonight. It'll come. I think all these guys are due Gallagher, uh, Toffoli, uh, Tatar, they they need to come through tonight. It's uh, they need to deliver and do Sean. Mark,
0: what's your prediction? If they're gonna if they're gonna come through tonight, are, they, are the Habs taking this? Are we going to all I'm gonna
1: say is, look, they scored four goals a series, right? Two in game one. If they score three goals tonight, they are gonna win the hockey game. That's my that's my guarantee.
0: Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, as as definitely a diehard Habs fan like you, like the both of us, I really do hope they take this to Toronto. Um, but I don't Good. know. Why I I feel like next? I feel like this series is gonna end real quick. Five games. And let's 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 talk about the other series where you had some quick exits. Definitely the biggest surprise, I think, to everybody was Edmonton, Winnipeg. Winnipeg sweep sent, sent over a broom to Connor McDavid's house because he got swept for nothing.
1: Look, game three was a turning point. You're up four to one. You, you shouldn't lose hockey games like that in the third period. Uh the key power play started turning the the, the tide the other way, but uh, at the end of the day, Edmonton's bottom six forwards, there, there's nothing there. Uh, their defense, Nor- Darnell Nurse, they do well uh, this season, but just not enough depth apart from the top six. So if you're able to... I didn't think Winnipeg would be able to stop McDavid-Dryce at all. So I give them credit for that, but uh, not enough depth with the Oilers. And Mike Smith, uh, good goalie, but uh, probably some goals he could have saved. So that that's... Um, All four games are close. It looks bad on Edmonton. You get swept, but uh, all four games came down to either the end of the third period or overtime, but there's going to have to be some changes done on that Oilers team.
0: Definitely triple overtime last night. um, Winnipeg takes it down. Darnell Nurse actually uh, had an NHL record for most time on the ice. I think he passed 47 minutes and the previous record was set by Chris Pronger also with the Edmonton Oilers, uh, which means that they don't have the depth on defense to compete. Um, Edmonton has to take a long, hard look. I think we all made a mistake. We discounted Winnipeg completely. Um, to Winning four, four games in a row is not easy, especially when you're not considered to be that elite. But their depth played a huge role. Their big guy showed up yesterday. Blake Wheeler had an incredible deke to, t- to set up the game time goal to that mark shifley put in top corner Uh, hellebuck is the real deal he won a vesna he can he can single-handedly help the winnipeg jets win a series so um in all honesty am i surprised uh, a little bit with the four nothing that they came out winning not really and and we should have done a better job of predicting that this was not going to be edmonton's year
1: And what the unfortunate part of all this is, is that Montreal had a chance to play Edmonton. Had a a few of those overtime losses gone their way, had maybe a little bit of a slump reduced, they could have easily slotted into the third seed because Winnipeg and Montreal were neck and neck for that 3-4. And they would have played Edmonton. They had a better record against Edmonton. And a similar result could have happened with, with Montreal's style of play. Uh, using the debt to their advantage, putting Dino and McDavid. So it's just, it's just really unfortunate.
0: Yeah. Um, that, that, but that, that's what we called out. I mean, they weren't able to put string together victories all season, but another sweep, this one, we predicted Colorado would have a pretty good chance um, against St. Louis. I think I put, put five games. You put five games as well. Yeah. Colorado comes out with another sweep for nothing. Um is Colorado the Stanley Cup favorite?
1: Look, uh, St. Louis just didn't deliver at all, but um, look, I'm just looking forward to Colorado Vegas. I was a little worried about Vegas. I, I said Minnesota uh, would take them to seven, and they want a big game five uh, over in Vegas. So now Vegas has to go back to Minnesota, and then you never know. So it could very well go to seven. Um, and if it does, I think that's an advantage for Colorado you'll have a more tired Vegas team even without patcheretti. um hopefully i mean they do need him but uh yeah i think Corral has an easy path to the uh final four of course Vegas won't be easy but uh i think they, they they they're the favorite
0: well let's not uh give the victory before it's due i still remember picking minnesota they had a huge game yesterday um i still think this team has what it takes to do an upset um, that was my upset of the first round. So I'm hoping that's still true. Um, you know, Kirill Kaprasov did score yesterday. Um, it's going to take some time. And, and I think that uh, game six at home in Minnesota provides them a significant advantage. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if this series goes game seven. Another series that I wanted to, to reference, and um, this is back to your boys of Carolina, who you picked to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. They're tied 2-2 with Nashville.
1: Yeah. And um, yeah, I had predicted Hurricanes in six. I stand by that. Uh, I told you uh, Saros is the real deal. He's a top five goalie. He's a Vezina candidate. And what a great crowd uh, to see over in Nashville and Smashville. And uh, what, what a great place. Great city. Happy to see them there. Uh, the way they celebrated uh, their overtime wins. Truly fantastic. But I think the Canes turn the tide. They'll take game five, take game six, and it'll just be a nice story at the end. But, but good for the Predators to make it competitive. Um, there is a chance they could do it, but I, I just I just don't
0: see it happening. Another series that's over, Boston, Washington. Um, I picked Washington for the Final Four. They struggled mightily against Boston. I think some of their injuries caught up with them. Uh, goaltending wasn't consistent. Boston looked really good. And Taylor Hall is looking really good, giving them second-line run support with Krejci. They take out the series 4-1. Mark, thoughts?
1: Great, great acquisition, of course. Uh, One of the better ones uh, out there, considering the price they paid. Uh, They paid the same as Eric Stahl, right? So um, at, at the end of the day, game two was a huge turning point. Washington had taken the first game. They even had a lead going into game two, into the third period. They blew that lead. Well, only a one-goal lead, of course. Blew that lead. Boston took an overtime. There was no looking back. Um, maybe the Tom Wilson saga uh, affected them, but uh, they used three goalies that series. So that's um, they just they just didn't get it done, unfortunately. But uh, Boston is is primed to uh, uh, if they play the Islanders or Pittsburgh, which I know you want to talk about now. Uh, that'll be a very good series. Very tight.
0: Yeah, exactly. You hit the nail on the head. Pittsburgh Islanders turned out to be a fantastic series. I don't know if you've caught any games, folks who have been watching this. Have you caught any games? Excellent series. Malkin said he needs to play better. Comes out with a huge goal. Um, Pittsburgh's up. I think this is going seven, Mark.
1: Yeah, well, it, I mean, it's a goaltending battle. Um, so Varlamov was in nets. Now Sorokin. Uh, is the goalie, and uh, he's three and zero. So uh, they're going to ride him, ride that Russian. And he's a great, 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 great kid, great prospect. Um, they started him slow earlier this year, let him develop into the role. I, I see him being a starter next year. Tristan Jerry brutal giveaway. Um, that's that's just not how it's done. You can't you can't give that. But uh, yeah, we'll see how Pittsburgh responds. But uh, certainly going to be an exciting series.
0: Yeah, I think the key for Pittsburgh is getting consistency in goaltending. I mean, Jari has been inconsistent uh, at at best. And throughout the series, uh, you just don't know if he's going to let in a a softie. So if Pittsburgh can hold on with some some decent goaltending, I think they have a chance. Otherwise, I still think the New York Islanders uh, will come out uh, victorious in seven. Finally, Tampa, Florida, the Battle of Florida. Incredible series Jonathan Huberto 10 points um, compare that to Tyler Toffoli with two that's insane I know they played a couple more games but I mean everyone in that series is putting up points including the injured Kucherov who had nine
1: I had predicted uh, Tampa in six I stand by that but uh, I'm really really rooting, rooting for Florida what a great sight to see Spencer Knight a 20-year-old kid Florida rolling with their third goalie. Brosky couldn't get the job done. Jujiro couldn't get the job done. Uh, Spencer Knight that's in a goal, his first shot, and then shuts out the team. Um, that would be great to see Florida go on a run w- with a 20-year-old goalie. But uh, uh, there'll be tough Game Six in Tampa. If uh, Tampa don't better win that, because it'll be really hard to go Game Seven. Uh, in florida there's only so many games you can win on the road till till you can't
0: yeah i think i think really good to see spencer knight their third goalie come in i think too little too late losing those uh, games with their other two goalies borowski and um, drager were not uh not helping them in any cause i still think tampa has the pedigree to win uh and be even competitive for the stanley cup so uh, it's a really fun series to watch. I think just unfortunately, Florida is going to pay the price, but really great. And I think Florida has a, a, a very strong future coming up, especially with their core of Huberto and Barkov. So that rounds up the, the remaining series um, tonight. Game four, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 Pacific. We'll be back on tomorrow. To recap the game and preview game six. Hopefully, sorry, preview game five. Hopefully, Habs come out with a win. Go, Habs, go.
1: Let's go.